Brooklyn. I need a vacay for all the work I put in. I'm so Brooklyn. We needed opportunities, so we took them. I'm so Brooklyn. Pop up with the tools at your house, call me Brooklyn. I'm so Brooklyn. And if you don't know, now you know. What you know about bouncing right back? Cop bad work, took the mouses right back. Back to the wall, yeah, the mouse was like that. Back against the ropes, gotta pounce and fight back. When you really do it, don't announce it like that. Y'all saying it wrong, you don't even pronounce it like that. My bitch walk through like she no bounces like that. Like, damn, not even basketball's bouncing like that. Still do it for my projects. Still winning, I ain't lose my project. Old town road for my projects. Ride till I can't no more, little Nas X. Yeah, we the heroes to the zeros. Where I come from, they don't hear those other widows. We the ones who represent them, not Shapiro's. We they favorite gangsters, nah, not the Nero's. If you play it, you ask till we okay and relax. I'm so Brooklyn, my nigga. If I say it, it's facts. If I made it, I backs. If I roll, I royce. Like every day is Christmas, I got the coldest toys. Told my boys, ten toes, hold your poise. For the biggest comeback, work the soldier boy. Yeah, I slide out like Polaroids. Yeah, I'm outside with the older boys. Yeah, I tell you when my best hold a voice. I can move in a room full of vultures, boy. Yeah, my body different, I'm a shooter, but I snipe though. Her body different, she just came from getting lipo. Yeah, it is what it is, still a pipe though. I said what I said, ain't no typo. You from New York, which part are you from? I looked at her like, bitch, are you dumb? shit that was the uh that's the new casanova uh came out today the new casanova uh the song was called so brooklyn one of his um really famous singles off that album he released that a little bit i think maybe a month or two before the album came out um yeah that was a really popular single for this album I think shit. I don't even know. I don't remember seeing any other singles for uh, this album besides that one. Um, but yeah, he did that. That that song blew up. He created his own fucking challenge, I guess, on social media for that song. So Brooklyn Challenge. It blew up. It blew up. He got a lot of a lot of positive press, and. Um, hype and yeah it was really good good reception for that song you know it, uh people had a lot of fun with it doing the so brooklyn challenge um but yeah so brooklyn the new casanova the album's called behind these scars wait hold on let me check behind the scars behind these behind these scars yes casanova behind these scars the song was so brooklyn um i just downloaded it right now like probably 20 minutes before i started recording this and a bunch of other shit today um yeah i haven't listened to anything else on this album yet um i just played that song because i already know that song because you know the single's been out for a hot minute but lots of new music uh today shit let's see what we got here 
I got some shit that that's old that's been out that I should have got a while ago, but I forgot about finally, and then some new shit. Um, kind of a new band, I guess. Uh, eh, they're whatever. Called uh the bleh, the band is called Blood Incantation. Um, yeah, the album is, I think it's an EP, it's only four songs, but, uh, it's called Hidden History of the Human Race, um, yeah, technical death metal shit, uh, alien space, um, yeah, I haven't listened, I listened to one song, It it was just whatever, it was on, I saw it twice, that's why I downloaded it, so maybe it was a sign, I saw the album twice on two different sites that I download metal music from, so I just downloaded it. Uh, something that surprised me was the Devil Wears Prada is, well, number one, they're still around, um, and they just came out with a new album called The Act. So I downloaded that. I haven't listened to any of it yet. Uh, it's a pretty big album, 12 songs. So that was pretty surprising. I just downloaded that based off of fucking memories. I don't even know how many albums they've made since the last one I fucking listened to. It's probably fucking God damn, when was that last album? Devil Wars Prada shit. Um Fuck, that was probably two thousand twelve times. Shit. That was a long time ago. I think that was the last Devil Wars Prada album. When it came out that I had. I you know what? I gotta check that now. It's gonna bug me. Uh Devil Wears Prada Band, not the movie. Um Albums. Oh shit, it's probably oh shit, way later. Way earlier. I think the last Devil Wars Prada album that I had was Oh shit. 2007. That was the last time I was tracking Devil Wars Prada. 2007. The Plagues album. Everything other than that, I. Fuck. They had. Yeah, they were doing pretty good. 2007, 2009, 2011, 2013, 2012. Couple EPs in between. Wow. Holy shit. Good for them. Good for them. Um, then we got New Opeth. New Opeth. Uh, I was not even tracking this. Holy shit. I was not even tracking this. New Opeth came out. Um, I listened to one song. I'm, I'm going to play it for you guys. As the next, the next musical break here. Um, What the fuck? Getting emails. I'm getting text messages from motherfuckers. Anyway, I listened to one song. I'm going to play it for you guys uh, in a minute. Um, And it sounds from that one song that I heard. I don't know. I haven't listened to the whole album yet. But from that one song, it sounds like typical, solid Opeth. sounded really good. It was a really good song, actually. I liked it. Um, But yeah, so we got a new Opeth came out. Uh... 
Signs of the Swarm, new Signs of the Swarm album came out today. Downloaded that. Haven't listened to any of it yet either. Um, they got some. They has they had a pretty good uh, a pretty good they had some pretty good merch for this album. I didn't get any. I'll get some probably next couple weeks. Um, what the fuck is this text message? Yes, I did it. All right. Um, yeah. Signs of the Swarm. That should be good. I I don't expect to be disappointed from that one. Came to my attention. I didn't know because following so many fucking bands, I can't keep track of this shit. But I found out that fuck yeah, the lead singer from the last album left and went to what band did he go to oh fuck I just saw it last night oh he went to Lorna Shore this yeah the old Signs of the Swarm or the original Signs of the Swarm vocalist left went to Lorna Shore and yeah, so I that means I gotta listen. I gotta watch out for Lorna Shore now, because when I saw, I forgot how I saw that. I forgot how I saw um, that he left. Uh, it was on some band's Instagram page. Really took a picture with some other, some other uh, bands, um, people. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But Lorna Shore fell off my radar. But now that. I saw this little swap thing going on. I gotta check out Lorna Shores. I think they had, they they had an album when I first the last time I was tracking Lorna Shore, they had an EP, I think. And I kind of lost track of them. I don't know if that album came out yet or not. So I got I got checks. So it probably came out cuz I don't think they're going to release an Yeah, I don't know. I got to check that shit out. Anyway, um, and then I downloaded, uh, an old G easy album. One that I didn't, I wasn't tracking. Um, completely forgot about it. Um, the, uh, the beautiful and the damned. But yeah, so I got, I got a lot of music to listen to. I got a lot of music to listen to. Um, but yeah, let's see what, what kind of. What kind of life happened to me since the last time I talked to you guys? Um, so yeah, I've been like I told you, I'm off FTO at my at, at work. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Um, finally working on my own. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, went on the boat. Uh, a couple times last week Had a long ass fucking week man I did oh, What did I do I finished on day shift My last week Or last two weeks of FTO I finished that right So I was done with FTO On a day shift And then I went right into um, Dispatch training for three days admin schedule and then I had one day off 
and then I went into two days of B-side days to make up the hours for the three days of dispatch training because they're only eight-hour days. So I got to make up more hours to make sure I get all my my initial 80 hours. So I had to do two shifts and get 20 hours on B-days. Then after that, um, I had one day off. So yeah, I went, I went FTO day, the last, last week of FTO day shift right into dispatch training, then right into two days of B days. And then I had one day off and then I did four days straight of night shift. And then it was, it was supposed to be the short week, three days of my actual shift, the shift I'm supposed to be working on. It was supposed to be three days, but it was four days. So I did three days of my regular shift. And then I did, I did yesterday or last night. I did an extra day on B nights, B side nights. So I've worked every shift for at least one day within the last three weeks. Jesus fucking Christ. So yeah, anyway, I did all that and then I went on the boat a few times last week, which is cool. Um, pretty much the same thing I I did when I was at the same facility when I did that mission in North Carolina. Um, basically the boat's easy. You fucking get on the boat and fucking you basically just hanging out and sleeping, whatever. But I drove the boat. Uh Drove the boat a little bit. Um, and then last night, well, yeah, Wednesday into Thursday morning. Oh, no, fuck. Um, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night while I was on my, it was my regular shift on A-side nights. Anyway, let me backstory. I've been uh, finally since I since I'm done with all this back and forth, different shifts and shit. You know, since I was going into night shift, I already knew that that's where I was supposed to be. So after everything was finally done with this FTO shit and the dispatch training, I'm not working days anymore. So now I could take a Bart from Dublin into um, North Concord. That was my plan from the beginning. So now that I could finally do that, now that all this fucking rigmarole and back and forth bullshit is finally done, I can finally just take Bart and get to work, right? So, um, yeah, the start at the start of, um, well, it's Friday, October 11th in the morning. Uh, so on Sunday, Sunday evening, going to work, I took Bart. No, I didn't. No, my bad. Sorry. I didn't take Bart on Sunday because I didn't want to deal with Bart going that way. I didn't know if there's anything to be fucked up or not. Because I know they're doing uh, track maintenance uh, in the Lafayette, Orinda, Walnut Creek, all that shit. So I waited. I drove in on Sunday. Then on Monday, Monday night, I took Bart. So I thought it'd be okay. It's Monday afternoon. It should be okay, right? I get on BART around 2.30, I think, or 3. I think I got around 3 o'clock. So the BART ride, on paper, the BART ride, 
uh, even with transfers, to get from Dublin to North Concord should only take an hour, 20 minutes, maybe an hour and 20 minutes, barely an hour, 20 minutes, right? No. So, of course, the day that I want to be efficient and save gas and just take BART into work, of course, the first day I do it, there's a huge fucking delay, right? Trains are moving slow. I'm like, what the fuck could be happening? Why the fuck? Every time I take BART, I barely, I've rarely, 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 rarely had BART, you know, act up, like be legit. You know, it's a few times, maybe during commuting hours, it's... Bart's crowded or whatever, but Bart hardly ever moves. There's very I've I've had the extreme luck to not have too many delays on my Bart riding journeys so far. It happens, but not a lot. And this time, of course, it has to happen, right? The first time I take Bart to try to go to work, and there's gonna be a fucking delay. So I'm like, fuck, dude, are you fucking kidding me? So. Finally, finally, finally get to North Concord. Get on my fucking bike. So I had to haul ass. It's only like, it's not even three miles. It's, it's like not even two miles from the park station. But I still am riding a bike. So I'm going to haul ass. I still got to get get on base and then ride to the station and then change. And then, so it's going to take me. You know, taking my time to get ready, taking my time to get ready, put all my fucking gear on and shit. It takes me about fucking 10 minutes. That's me taking my time, changing my clothes, putting on new clothes, putting on my gear, all this shit, making sure all my shit's blah, 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 blah. So now I really got to haul ass. And then, so I get there, I make it, I make it enough time. Like I'm like, cause we have guard mount at, um, at 1730. I got there like at fucking 17.25, right? So luckily, one of the other guys on shift was still getting ready, so I'm not the only one late, or I wasn't late, so I changed real quick, you know, and then I made it, whatever, cool, and then take BART in the morning, uh, ride my bike back up to the BART station, and go back home. I'm not really saving any time by taking BART compared to driving. It takes the same amount of time for me to to get there and get home. Um, I'm a little bit at the mercy, like I said, stuff like that. I'm at the mercy of delays as opposed to driving. But the benefit of taking BART is I'm saving maybe about 10 miles of driving. Um, For me to drive to BART is 10 miles, about 10 miles less than me just driving all the way into work. And that's okay. That's fine. That's probably about right there. That's shit. 20 miles a day saved. Um, saving about a gallon of gas a day. So that's cool. Um, so yeah, I save about, yeah, I'd say maybe, maybe a gallon, gallon and a half of gas, depending on how good, how slow I drive. Um, so let's say, I save, let's say I save a gallon and a half a day. So yeah, I save about, I save almost half a tank almost. Save almost half a tank of gas. Or a quarter tank at least. Um, Just by going to BART. So that's cool. I'm not saving any time really. I mean, me driving to BART and then taking BART. It's about, 
It's actually not. I'm spending. Actually, it's taking me more time to leave the house and take Bart into work than for me to drive. It takes me more, probably double the time actually because I have to take at the ride Bart. But the main part is I'm not driving. I'm not physically driving for as long, right? Um, I could rest. I'm not, you know. And I'm saving get a little bit of gas, and I'm getting to ride my bike a little bit more. So it's kind of not really 100% a benefit. It's more of a sidestep, I guess, a different way of getting to work. Um, yeah, but whatever, I'll try it. So I did that for a couple of days, and then I think the second day I was riding my bike, so... Sunday into Monday, so Monday into Tuesday. Yeah, so Tuesday evening, going. Um, actually, it's a little bit better getting there this time. Um, so I get to Bart, and I get off. I'm riding down. Right, there's a there's a a nice size hill from the Bart station down on down to the main street of where I work and where I work is on that street. Like you turn off that main street. I don't have to turn, do anything. I have to do is get off BART, leave the BART parking lot and go down one street and that's it. And, uh, the BART station, when you're exiting the BART station in North Concord, there's a hill and I have to go down that hill and I have to cross a freeway on ramp highway four and I have to cross also a freeway off ramp of Highway Four, so two tricky, two two tricky little, uh, I guess you could say, off intersections for me to deal with as as me riding a bike. So I gotta watch out for people trying to get on Highway Four, right? At normal getting off work time, so people are acting crazy, right? Trying to get on a fucking freeway. And so then I actually got to watch out for people and like literally like a block later, people getting off the same freeway. So I got to watch out for that. So the second day of me taking BART, I get there, I'm on that hill, I'm flying down the hill, I'm on a fixed gear, fixed gear bike, keep that in mind. Um, if you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, so I'm flying down. My chain has a little bit of slack in it, so to help you to help me with skidding, because that's pretty much the only way to stop on a fixed gear bike. If you don't have a brake on it, uh, you just gotta basically stop pedaling in a specific way, and then you'll skid. Um, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of my chain was kind of loose. My 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 back wheel is a little bit too far forward. Um, but anyway, I'm flying down this hill. I'm pedaling. And my gear ratio on this bike is really low, so it's so it's easier to climb. Um, so I'm spinning like a motherfucker. I'm spinning pretty fast. Um, and since my chain is a little bit too loose, all that force, right, of me pedaling fast, the chain comes off, right. And since everything, nothing, there's no free coaster on the bike. It, everything's moving. Everything is in constant motion, right? 
So the chain comes off the front chain ring and on the back, it's still on there, right? But there's no free coasting. So the, the bike has no chain on the front, but there's a chain on the back and it's still spinning. So you can imagine it's going to keep spinning with the chain on it and it's going to get tangled up in probably about a, literally the blink of an eye. It's going to, things are going to happen. So the back wheel locks up because the chain came off the back fucking cog and got stuck between the cog and the spokes. So it's fucking just jammed up in there and I'm skidding, right? I'm going probably at least 20 miles an hour, at least. And I'm skidding, right? (laughs) And then I'm just skidding from, I'm skidding for a good fucking 30 feet. And then my tire just blows because it, it shredded the fucking tire. went right down the tube instantly. Like two seconds, the fucking tire was popped. So I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck. I'm like, I'm not far from work. But at the same time, I got to walk now. So I'm on the side of the fucking road. I'm underneath um, the bridge, the overpass that goes under that the road that goes under the freeway. The same freeway people are trying to get on. Highway 4. And so I'm thinking, okay, fine, let me just take the chain off and put it back on. Right. But no, it's fucking so jammed up in there. It's, it's fucked. Like I'm not doing this shit on the side of a road with bare hands. It's not going to happen. Um, I'm trying to pull on the chain and get it unstuck from the fucking, from being wrapped up in there. It's not working. Cause I'll, I'll ride. I could just ride slow with the flat tire. As long as I'm on the bike, it's fine. But no, I got to walk. So I'm now, I'm like barely halfway to work. It's not a long distance, not even on paper. Like I said, it's not even two miles long. It's not even two miles away. But walking with a bike on your shoulder, it's take a while. So I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, okay, fine. It's like 17.20 right now, 17.25. I ain't going to make it. Call my fucking boss, who's a fucking piece of shit asshole anyway. So I, that's why I waited so long to call. I really don't want to fucking talk to this motherfucker. But so I call him, I tell him I'm gonna be late, what happened, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine, just get here when you can. So I roll up, I go in, I'm walking, 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 I get inside, change my clothes, and get out, get outside to go to the arms room to get my fucking weapons and shit. So total, total me being late as the 1730 start time to be for in time for guard mount until when I showed up, I was like maybe 15 minutes late. 15 minutes late. So I, sh- I think I, sh- I had it my- I had I got there, had my shit on and got outside to, to get my fucking weapon at like 1745, 1747. Like the other shift, the day shift coming off, they weren't even done. So I knew I wasn't that late. Like in retrospect, in reality, it wasn't that big of a deal because it's not like anyone was waiting on me. It's not like it's not like everybody got their weapons and everyone got off shift from, from the day shift. And then, you know, they're waiting inside the arms room for me. No, they're still doing like basically shift change. So it's not that big of a deal. Anyway, that happened. Um, I think I was on the boat that night too. Anyway. Um, yeah. So now with the fixed gear bike out of commission for the moment, um, I'm riding my, old bike, my old, 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 um, road bike, my first road bike, um, the giant TCR, giant TCR Alliance one, 2009, uh, um, 
So yeah, all I did was switch the pedals. I took the pedals off the fixier, the platforms, and then I put them on the road bike. I took the clips off the road bike. So I rode that bike on Wednesday. And then, so yeah, it was nice. It was nice because uh, I'm, I'm not riding my fucking real road bike. That that's pretty, I will never do that. Um, fuck that. Um, not to work. I'm not doing that. So I rode the old bike. It was nice. It's like a fucking yeah. It's a nice old familiar, <laughs> cozy, cozy return to the beginning, I guess. Um, so yeah, the bike was fine. Like. I, I literally had to dust off the cobwebs on it. Like, I haven't ridden that bike in probably fucking, I'm going to say conservatively, I haven't ridden that bike in probably two years. Um, actual spider webs on it. Uh, so I just wiped it down with uh, some kitchen wipes. Good to go. Um, I'll probably do a little bit more maintenance on it. I'll probably clean the chain, the drivetrain, because that grease that's been on that chain, is like a, like it's been years. Uh, so I'm probably losing a lot of watts, <laughs> probably losing a lot, wasting a lot of energy pedaling that bike with all that gunked up grease on it. So I'll probably clean the drivetrain at some point. Um, probably put some put some oil on the bearings on the uh, on the wheels, and that's pretty much it. Um, I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. I might do that. Like I might do those things. Maybe. Um, Cause I think if I, I don't know if I have any brake cleaner cause I don't like fucking with anything else to clean my chain. Let's get brake cleaner and spray it on there and it just blasts all the old shit off. So I gotta see if I have some brake cleaner. Um, if not, then whatever. Uh, but yeah, the box good. Um, what I'm going to start doing after this musical break, cause like what well, we're at half an hour and I guess that's usual our usual break time. So yeah, let me give you that Opeth song real quick. Then I'll come back. And then I'll ramble on some more about some other shit and then get into a th- something that kind of pissed me off. Not as much because it happened a couple of days ago. But anyway, hold on. Uh, add a track. I can't add a track while I'm recording, apparently. Let's see here. That's the one thing I'm going to try to do. I want to plug my phone into the computer and use my phone as a MIDI device so that way I could just push play on my phone and play play whatever music. Basically have the phone be seen in GarageBand as an instrument instead of doing all this uh, dragging and dropping from iTunes. All right. Um... Alright, the song is, I forgot, okay, this song, that's the one. Yeah, here's the new Opeth song, BRB.
Finns det bara en gud? Nej. Men vad finns det? 30 miljoner hundratusentals. Oj. En i varje land. Okej. Okay. Kan de prata med varandra? Nej. Man kan flyga bara. Folk säger att han tolkar. Det finns inget rätt eller fel. Det finns inget rätt eller fel. Det finns inget rätt eller fel. Jag tror det händer när man dör. Jag tror mest att man ligger kvar på sin gravplats där. That's the new Opeth, one of their songs off their new album. Very good, very good. Um, yeah, that's probably one of their, you know, usual sounding songs that Opeth has. Uh, so they've been around for a hot minute. They're OGs in the game. Um, I don't need to say much about Opeth. Um, but yeah, that song was called uh, Charlatan. And it's off their album Encauda Veninum. Encauda Veninum. Um, I looked it up. It means um, poison in the tail. Encauda Veninum. Uh, yeah, good old, uh, good old Opeth. Very good. I need. I really want to listen to the rest of that album. Really want to do that. So. Um, yeah, I'll probably do that on BART next week. Um, but anyways, yeah, I forgot what I was talking about. What I, what I said I was going to continue on about. I got lost in the song. Um, what was I talking about? Uh, I think I was talking about my old bike, something like that. Anyway, fine. I guess it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, one thing that kind of pissed me off <laughs> fuck people still texting or commenting on my post on reddit about when I got hit by the car in Mill Valley um fucking pissing me off dude like hey let's get into it keep in mind this the post was now 19 days old so it happened 19 days ago and so someone commented on the post three days ago um a slight recap is i got hit by a car i got bumped on my hip fell down fucked up my gloves and that was it i didn't do anything i didn't fucking call the cops i didn't write no police report none of that shit nothing happened it was i fucking fell whatever um and i made that very clear in my post and people still are acting like I'm the fucking bad guy for not doing anything about it. I don't fucking care. It didn't fucking bother me. If I got hit by a car and I don't want to do anything, that's my fucking choice. 
people acting like every time someone gets hit by a car, they're, they owe it to the cycling community to be an advocate and, you know, condemn every driver that hits a, a fucking bicyclist. No, if you don't get hurt, who gives a shit, man? Your bike's fine, even better. You get in a fender bender. Let's say you get some paint transfer in a car, right? What are you going to do? You're going to fucking go call the cops? No. You're going to get some fucking goo gone and rub it off, you know? Anyway, this motherfucker said, Yeah, bending over and taking it is sure to de-insensibly. Yeah, bending over and taking it is sure to is sure to de-incentivize that driver from murdering people with their car. It is sure to de-incentivize that driver from murdering people with their car. Murdering now. Not just hitting some dude on a bike, me. Murdering people now. This driver is about to be starting murdering people now. Every like all these motherfuckers think that just because this guy, this this fucking lady hit me in their car, that they're gonna go off and kill people now. They act like just because I got hit, I got bumped, I got tapped by a fucking car, didn't even get run over by the car. I very well probably could have got away with it and just kept on driving. Shit, that me me hitting the ground was worse than the car hitting me, and these motherfuckers act like just because. A driver, you know, has a brain fart while driving, which we all fucking do. That they're going to go off and fucking mow down people. For all I know, this is the first time this person has had any kind of accident. Who the fuck knows? This is what I said. I'll quote myself. I'll read it word for word. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm sure she mowed down five kids in a crosswalk on picture day right after she bumped into me. Not my responsibility to shout from the rooftops for the cycle community about oblivious drivers just because I happen to get tapped. That's the same as breast cancer awareness. Who the fuck doesn't know about breast cancer? What cyclist doesn't know there's dumb drivers out there? You've never had a brain fart lane change in a car before? Go adjust your rear derailleur and don't worry about me. That's what I said. And for those of you who aren't cyclists, when I said go adjust your rear derailleur, that basically means go fucking do something. Because usually if you have a mechanical rear derailleur, adjusting your rear derailleur is universally in the cycling community a pain in the ass and it takes a long time and it's easy to fuck up so that's why i said that to him basically hey go fucking sit the fuck down and don't worry the fuck about me bro murdering people <laughs> the driver's gonna be murdering people now because they tap me wow i got another one too um Okay, here's one. I made a long comment, and this is what they responded to, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. 
It's the same guy, actually, as the one I just read. Wait a minute. Is it? I think it's the same fucking guy. Hold on. Competent on two different things. Yep. This fucking faggot. Oh my god, it's the same guy. Are you serious? Two totally different comments. Okay, this is this is the other one he said. Same day. Same fucking day. It was not an accident. It was negligence. It was a crash, a wreck, an incident. All caps. Your broken thinking leads to the death of vulnerable road users like pedestrians and cyclists. My broken thinking leads to the death of people. Me not giving a shit about me having a nice little spill on my bike with no damage to anything and not wanting to, you know, give this person the fucking death penalty for it. That leads to um, the death. That leads, that leads to the people's deaths, right? Just because I personally don't decide to do anything. So let's say if I wanted to go full full gas on this lady and do everything I could to punish her for it. Is that going to all of a sudden stop people from getting hit by cars? No, it's not. Anyway, he sent me some fucking link that I did not click on because I don't give a shit. And I made a joke and it's like, basically what I just said and the the comment that he's responding to I basically said like oh my god people are fucking dying oh my god you know it's that big of a fucking deal you know actually I need to read it Uh, I can't find it. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. They said I was undermining something. This is, this is from the initial post the same day I commented. I said, I'm not undermining anything. You go to the mall in a car and you get rear-ended with some damage to your license plate and that's, and that's it. Then what? People are fucking dying. Oh my God. No. You're not going to be all hysterical about a fender bender and you would expect someone else to do if, if you cause one, you know, you don't want someone to freak the fuck out over a fender bender, right? Not that big of a deal, but these people are. So anyway, he says that he's, he, he quotes me by saying people are fucking dying. Oh my God. And he says they are 35,000 annually vulnerable road users die at a disproportionate rate as well. Vulnerable road users die at a disproportionate rate as well. These are nearly all caused by negligence. They are not accidents. Suggesting they are implies that nothing can be done and these injuries and deaths are unavoidable. They aren't. (laughs) Jesus Christ, bro. 
get this guy on a uh, on a seat at the UN. Fuck. This is what I said in response. My thinking that it's redundant and not my responsibility to complain about dumb drivers to the cycle community on Reddit. Just because I got hit this time leads to deaths, really? What the fuck do I need to say on Reddit about driver negligence? What do I really need to say that motherfuckers here don't already know? Nothing. You ride on the street, you literally volunteer to be potentially hit by a car at some point. Cost of doing business. It's not right, but hey, neither is human trafficking, yet it's still happening. Live your fucking life. And according to you, it's a short one if you ride a bike. That's what I said. Basically, just because I don't need to be on Reddit and complain about a car hitting me, that's leading to deaths? No, I don't fucking think so. Like what, what, like, what do I need to say? What do I need to say on Reddit to the second community and a second subreddit about getting hit by a car? Everyone who rides on the road knows the risks. You technically and literally, if you ride your, if you're cycling on the road, you're a road cyclist, you accept the risk of getting hit by a car at some point. You literally volunteer to say, hey, I am willing to get hit by a car to do something that I love because I am riding amongst other cars. And a lot of those people in those cars are dumb. Just like when I volunteered to be in the military, I literally said, hey, I'm down to do whatever the fuck the army tells me to do. And that includes go to a country and fucking die. Sorry. I mean, it might not be an explicit volunteer to get hit by a car, but technically you are. You ride road. You're saying I'm okay with getting hit by a car at some point because it's going to happen because there's no alternative way to not get hit by a car at some point. It's going to happen. You ride on the road long enough. It's going to fucking happen. The only way to not have it happen is to not ride on the fucking road. Keep your ass inside. So they said, do you also tell women in revealing dresses that they are volunteering to be violated? Your suggestion that vulnerable road users are volunteering to be injured maimed and killed is asinine not really bro but this is what i said first of all i don't tell people shit or have you missed a point second if you swim with sharks and get bit what did you expect might not be consciously volunteering but technically that's the situation you can't cry and fight the world on everything even if it's close to you sometimes if they shut the fuck up and adapt Who do you cry to when you get a flat? So many fucking dweebs in cycling. God damn. And the point you're missing is, I don't give a fuck this happened to me. All caps. You act like I'm complaining I got hit. Made it explicit clear in my initial post, I'm not. Stop trying to teach me this cars versus bikes phenomenon. I get it 100%. 
I just don't care. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Like, well, why are these people acting like I don't get the situation? I get it. I get the situation. I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking care. I don't care that I got hit in this instance. I did not get hurt. My shit didn't get fucked up. I got a hole in my glove and I got some scrapes on my bike. Some scrapes that would have happened anyway. These are not damaging things. The only real problem with this whole situation of me getting hit is the driver fucked up. And it wasn't even like that bad of a fuck up. I didn't get hurt. My bike didn't get fucked up. This driver made a stupid brain fart lane change. Yeah, it was negligent. Yeah, it was fucking dumb. But I can't get mad at her for that. Because what she did, even though it resulted in me getting basically overall, at the end of the day, I was just basically inconvenienced. That's basically what happened. And I lost a pair of gloves. But I can't get mad at her for that because it's, it's something that I've done. I still catch myself doing it sometimes. I mean, I'm more cognizant of bikes than most people because I fucking ride. But if I'm driving along a bike lane, I know there's no cyclist in it because I'm already looking in the bike lane subconsciously. So if I just shift over like she did when the bike lane becomes hash marks, I know personally, I know for damn sure. No, I don't have to watch out for a cyclist that I'm cutting off because I know they're not in there because I've been my eye is basically looking at the bike lane the whole time because I'm a cyclist, but I still can't get mad at her for doing that lane change like that and hitting me because I'm probably very sure what she did was just a subconscious like, okay, fine, it's time for me to get over and turn. I just happened to be in the way. She should have seen me. I had lights going. I was basically fucking two feet from her. You know, it shouldn't have happened. It was wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't wrong, but what I'm saying, it's not that big of a fucking deal. It wasn't that bad of an accident. And it's these fucking road cyclists. There's so there's so many fucking dweebs in this road cycling community. It's so fucking annoying. They're just so fucking just like whiny fucking babies. Like if this happened on my fixed gear and I posted the same situation, the same story in the fixed gear subreddit, you would not have anybody telling me that I should be like fucking fighting cars and writing police reports and fucking suing people and getting insurance information and all this shit like they fucking do in the road cycling community. The fixed gear community would have been like, oh, damn, you got tagged, bro. Because they're fixed gear riders. They ride on the street all the time. That, that It's not nothing new. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a different mentality about riding in the street with fixed gear people. You've seen it before. I'm sure you have any movie of a, of a bike messenger or any of that shit. If you know a, a good way to describe, um, like I think the the best overall uh, vignette of fixed gear riding. If if you're listening and you have no idea what I'm talking about, the difference between road cycling and fixed gear, it's not that big of a difference. It's just the type of riding you're doing. Is, is different and road cyclists are really usually 
people with some money because it is very expensive to do this sport decently. And so most people with fucking money are fucking little bitches anyway. So it just perpetuates in the community, just fucking crying dweebs like these people that I'm getting commenting on my shit. But fix year riders, they ride in the street. They're riding along cars. They're riding very close to cars. They are touching cars. They all this shit like it's a little bit more. I hate to use this phrase, but it's the first thing that popped in my head. In the cycling world, fixed gear is is the punk rock of the cycling world, right? And at most, road cycling is like classic rock. <laughs> so imagine those two types of people who listen and be in those types of world musically. And then you could apply that to the types of people who ride road cycling and fixed gear. So since fixed gear is more of the punk rock side of the world, side of the house, you could imagine that getting me getting hit, tapped by this car would not be a big deal in that community. They wouldn't be telling me to be like, oh, you know, just because you didn't say anything, now people are going to fucking start dying. Just because you didn't tell anybody that driver is going to fucking bur- murder people. Like that motherfucker said, murdering people. Jesus Christ. You know. But if you want to get um, a good aspect of why the fixed gear community probably wouldn't have a problem with getting hit by a car. Unless it's really bad. I mean, like you break a bone or something or you break your bike. It's that's when it's serious. But for what happened with me. And if the fixed gear side of the house saw that, saw my post, they'd be like, and they're like, damn, bro, at least your bike's all right. Damn, bro. Uh, sucks. You got to pay $30 for some new gloves. That's pretty much it. And all these motherfuckers out here acting like, you know, this lady raped my mother or some shit. Like, why didn't you do anything about it? Oh my God. If you're not doing anything about it, it's okay. These drivers are just going to go down and kill people now. Cause you didn't say anything about it. They're going to start murdering people. Like what the fuck? Giving me stats about how many people fucking die annually about, okay. Yeah. Those okay people fucking die annually from getting hit by a car. Okay. And is that number going to go down because I try to get this lady in trouble who tapped me? Fuck no. Not worth my fucking time. But anyway, to kind of see why the fixed gear community wouldn't be so crybaby about this kind of shit, you could just look up uh, videos online from fixed gear writing. Uh, the best the best company to look at is MASH. M-A-S-H, MASH, MASH SF in San Francisco. Look up their videos wherever you can. I think they're on I think they're on Vimeo and probably YouTube as well. Go to their websites. Go to their website, mashsf.com. Um, but yeah, look up MASH videos and then you can see the fixed gear side of the house and how fixed gear riders actually riding in the street, how dangerously they ride. They're they're not following the rules by any means most of the time. They're not following the rules, rules of the road. So if they get hit, chances are it's their fault for not following the rules of the road. They like blatantly do the wrong thing. 
but that's the way that's where that culture rides in the street so they know that they are riding in the wrong most of the time and they also know that even if they were riding in the right either way they know if they get hit they're like okay fine i got hit look where i'm riding duh of course i'm gonna get hit at some point first of all i'm riding wrong so i'm probably gonna get hit by a car because i'm riding fucking dumb you know not dumb but you know to an outsider yeah you're looking you're riding dumb and you're riding illegally and even if you are riding legally you're riding amongst other fucking cars you have to they understand that that the the inherent risk of what they're doing even if they are riding correctly or they are riding illegally they know as a person in that cycling world in the fixed gear world they know that i'm probably gonna get fucking hit i'm gonna fucking fall down they fucking know it they're not gonna fucking cry about it they're not gonna fucking like you know try to go to the fucking white house like a press conference and say oh fucking you know shake shake their fingers at cars no they're not gonna fucking do that but in the road cycling community they're so fucking pussy they're a bunch of fucking crybabies bunch of sensitive motherfuckers too fucking rich and you know most of them have money so you know they feel so entitled and privileged that oh my, how dare you fucking you know come within 18,000 feet of me on a bike how dare you you know blah blah, blah. that motherfucker shut the fuck up fucking killing me um I think that's it there's something else I want to fucking talk about um I'm going to try and fuck. What was I going to talk about? I popped in my head a couple of days ago. I should have. I need to start making notes, man. Fuck. Um, fuck. Fuck. Anyway, um, I saw a new group or band on Instagram. They are called, uh, Joy, Joy Wave, I think. I was scrolling and I saw some of their videos somewhere. Um, but they look really interesting. I've never heard of them. I need to see what they're about. Joy Wave. Let me look them up for you real quick so I can see, get a visual of what I'm trying to picture here. Um, I think it was some kind of, I forgot what kind of video it was. Fuck. Um, but yeah, they had, I think, I think it's their music videos, but it looks like they showed a bunch of different clips on, I forgot what it was cause it's not on their Instagram page. So it's gotta be something else. Um, fuck man. fucking hate that that the memory on my phone can't hold my spot on a fucking instagram post like it just fuck i'm gonna scroll down who knows how fucking long to find this shit i'm not gonna do it um but yeah it looks like i think what they do is they make videos their music videos for their songs and they're like shot in the style of uh 80s movies like all that shit you know like uh you know the whole feel and cinematography of an 80s movie 
you know, borderline B movie from the 80s, 90s. So I want to look into it. It looks really interesting. The music sounds good uh, from the little bit that I heard. But yeah, I'm going to look into them. Joy Wave. Um, yeah, there's something else I want to talk to you guys about, man. Fuck. I'm trying to just remember what the fuck I wanted to talk about. God damn it. It's pissing me off. Um... Um, I don't know. Fuck. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was that fucking those comments. I think that's what it was. But yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a new tattoo next week. Um, kind of spur of the moment thought I had, um, Thursday night while I was sitting in my, uh, Sitting in my patrol car, doing nothing. I found a really good hiding spot, actually. Um, I mean, I didn't find it. I already know other people know about it, but I don't think anybody knows about it on night shift. Um, yeah, I could hide there all fucking night if I wanted to. It's really good. Um, anyway, what I'm going to do, I hit my buddy up. I told him right away. As soon as they popped in my head, I don't care about my fucking tattoos. I get the shit that I fucking like on my body because, you know, not every tattoo has to be, you know, some grand fucking meaning or, you know, some special sentimental thing. It doesn't have to be like extremely profound. You know, I hate that about some people who get tattoos. Every fucking tattoo has to just be like some, something special, something, some blah, blah, blah. No, it fucking doesn't. I'd like to have fucking fun, man. You only live fucking once. Have fucking fun with this shit, man. It's fucking art, dude. So I got tattoos that are fun. I got tattoos that are fucking like brutal. All this shit. I got every. I had everything. So this one's gonna be a little fun tattoo. Um, it's gonna be a space filler. Um, some dead to fill some dead space, and it's gonna be um, basically at my. Uh, I don't even know what that part of the body's called. The uh, the crease in your arm, you know where your elbow is. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. Um, but yeah, you know where your bicep and your forearm meet that crease that that hinge point. Um, I got a good amount of space right there in that area. Um, it's about the size of I don't know how to compare it. Like the size of, uh, actually, it's about the size of this microphone. Yeah, blue, blue snowball microphone. Um, maybe a little bit, maybe the size of a teacup, you know, not, not exactly circle, but it's a, it's a good amount of space. That's just this blank. So I'm going to fill it with something a little bit fun. Um, I'm either going to do um, the woodland camo pattern um, or actually I had a thought. I'll, well, I'll tell you my initial thought first. 
either woodland camo pattern, the Gucci pattern, or the Goyard pattern. One of those two. That'll be pretty fun to do that one of those patterns on it. But I also had an idea to do something really cool. What I'm going to do is just completely just outlandish, you know. I'm just, like I said, I'm having fucking fun. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm gonna want to do the Gucci, the Gucci pattern. You know, the diamond with the with the double G, the normal Gucci pattern. So I'm gonna do the Gucci pattern, and then now that I'm looking at it, I don't know if it'll work. Actually, no, it won't. Fuck, that would have been cool. Anyway, the idea was to do the Gucci pattern and then in the center, basically have the Gucci pattern as a background and then the Versace logo in the middle of it. So Gucci on the background and Versace on top. That would have looked cool because the, the, the Versace logo just looks cool anyway. You know, the fucking the, the Greek border and the Medusa, you know, old Medusa statuesque. Um likeness of Medusa on there. But now that I'm looking at my arm right now, uh, it's not going to work. So what I think I'm going to do, <sighs> I want to do the woodland camo pattern, but I don't know how that'll look. Cause uh, I'm a light skinned nigga. So I don't know how the Browns are going to look on my skin. If it'll even be worth it. Uh, maybe, maybe the dark greens and the dark browns maybe will be good, but then you also got light brown. I don't know, but I think I'll go with the go yard pattern because I think that'll look good either way. It'll be fun, you know, to have a designer, designer pattern on your body and it looks good too. It's, ge it's geometric. So I think I'll go with the go yard pattern. But Gucci would be fun though. That'd be really funny. I could probably do both. I could probably, if I spent some time on Photoshop, I could probably blend the two patterns because they're kind of similar. Kind of similar. I could probably match them up to where they uh, are kind of linked together, meshed together. The Goyard and the Gucci pattern. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be a pretty fun tattoo. So I told them about that. So I'm going to probably do that next week next Thursday and then we're going to go no wait beforehand before the tattoo we're going to go see Joker see what that's all about Ooh, see all that hoopla um yeah fuck I don't know what else to talk to you guys about I don't know fuck man I'm, I'm ah, fuck I can't get out of my head I know there's something else I want to talk to you guys about uh Fuck, 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 fuck. Nah, I think that's it. I'm doing, I'm just, I'm rambling here. I'm drowning, I'm drowning, drowning in thought. Um, so, I guess that's it. Uh, I played for you guys the new Casanova. I played for you guys the new Opeth. And then, what can we do? What can we do? We can keep the new shit on there. I, don't, I haven't really listened to it. Um. Uh, fuck it, man. I'll play the new Signs of the Swarm. I have no idea what song because I haven't listened to any songs from this album. 
I'm waiting for, I pre-ordered, technically, the new Rings of Saturn album um, last night, I think. Yeah, during during work. But um, I haven't found uh, a way to download it online yet, illegally, technically. But I bought the album. I bought a physical copy of the album, so... Like I've always said, I'm entitled to download it off the internet if I want to to have it right now because motherfucking bands nowadays, I don't know what happened. They don't do they don't do the digital download when you order before. You know, back in the day. Not not really that far back in the day, but when you would buy when you would pre order an album, right? you would also get a digital download code on release day. So that way, while your physical album is in transit, or if you bought a bundle or your your shirt and shit, while that's in transit, you could have the album on release day like a normal person. Because you ordered it online, it's in the mail, but, you know, the album released, you know, so I want it, but I don't have it yet. So here you go. Here's a download code. Download a digital copy of the album, and then there you go. You can listen to it. They don't do that anymore. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. Because it's not like a problem of leaking, you know. It's not like you get the code beforehand. It's not like you get the code before. It's It's not like you get the code when you buy it. You get the code emailed to you on release day. So it's not like there's no... I don't get it. I don't understand why they stopped doing that. Why record labels and distributors stopped doing that. Like, it's fucking beautiful. Buy the album, buy a physical copy of it, and then when it's in the mail, you get a download code on release day in your email. Boom, you got the album right then and there. But now they don't do that. So what I do is, if I buy the physical album, I am going to go online and illegally download a digital copy when it comes out because I paid for it so I'm not fucking anybody over you know I paid for it so but I haven't found the new Rings of Saturn album online yet it got released today so usually it's online already Um, but anyway that's what I really want to listen to but anyway here we go some new signs of the swarm I have no idea what this fucking album sounds like I have not heard any songs from it Because like I told you before I don't listen to um, Singles before the album comes out uh, I like to be surprised So I'm going to be real surprised with you as well I'm just going to pick a song That's kind of short Because how much time we got left Or an hour 16 Okay fine it's time to cut this short We're getting We're getting, we're getting a little bit long in the tooth here uh, that's not the right, that's not the right saying for this situation, but whatever. Um, yeah. I'll do this song. Okay. It's two and a half minutes. All right, here we go. Signs of the Swarm. The song is called Malformed Dissonance. And off the album, Vital Deprivation. All right. See you motherfuckers later.